and welcome back to Languages Week 2023. I'm here with a special guest today named Danny. And Danny uh, grew up, was born and raised in Vietnam and grew up there and is here to talk to us a bit more about Vietnamese. Danny, do you want to give us an introduction to who you are? Hey, um, hello everyone. My name is Danny. Um, so as Georgie introduced, um, I'm, I grew up in Vietnam. I came here four years ago as an international student and currently I'm on the progress of getting a permanent residency in Australia as a Vietnamese. No, that sounds really cool. And so can you talk a bit more about your life back in Vietnam and what Vietnamese was like hmm. uh, being taught to you there? Because I know you kind of taught yourself, but how was that um, for you? So um, when I was younger, I went to an international school in which I was exposed to like the English language early. I never, I was never taught academically in Vietnamese, except my family had to hire a Vietnamese tutor to teach me Vietnamese until year five. And from there onwards, I just kept learning Vietnamese through reading newspaper, reading other articles and um, talking to relatives, people around me to learn more about Vietnamese as well as watching like news televisions again to like upskill my vocabulary now in Vietnamese. Well, that's really cool though, but also that would have been very time consuming and it's, taxing. It's With- not really time consuming. It's more mm. like a casual thing that you do. Yeah. Um, it's not like, it's not like something that's I'm fixated to like yeah. studying, but like it's something casual, like at the random, at the random time like during the day or something i could do that like yeah casually yeah well then i guess let's talk a bit more about some of the linguistic features Mm -hmm. of vietnamese compared to english so i believe vietnamese is in the latin alphabet yep so if if i'm not wrong i was told that ancient vietnamese was basically the chinese like they they spoke in Vietnamese, but how it so like was... China had Chinese characters. Yeah, it had Chinese characters until the French colonized and mm. transformed the lang- the written language to Latin. Yeah. And therefore, they incorporated um, signs onto the Latin language of Vietnamese. Yeah, which is really... that That's quite interesting because yeah. that almost rem- like reminds me of Thailand as well because I they also had a heavy Chinese influence as well, but they have their own um, script. But with Vietnamese, would you say... It's very phonetic, as in, if you look at a word that you've never known before, you've never seen it, can you correctly pronounce it most of the time yes, because I it's could. quite phonetic? Yes, I could. I could pronounce it correct, uh, correctly. So the difference with it, it's quite different in terms of how English people would interpret it. So let's say, for example, my Vietnamese name. If you give it to a foreign person who has never read Vietnamese before, definitely they'll pronounce my name incorrectly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why, I've, or just I take it, why you chose the name Danny instead of going yeah. by your Vietnamese so that's, name. So that's why I had an English, I, I'm having an English name instead. Yeah. Because that's um, like, that's it's more... It's quite hard to pronounce. Exactly, that's true. So for, I know that Vietnamese also has a lot of tones. Others, I mean, to an English speaker, tones and tonal languages is very scary and whatnot. But could you talk on a bit about the tone? Because aren't there like five or like 20 tones? There's like a lot of tones. How many are there in Vietnamese? We've got some thinking time. Just give me a moment. (laughs) He's counting with his fingers. There's roughly about seven tones in Vietnamese. Wow. So let's say similar to Chinese itself. If let's say the tone raised, the line of a tone goes up, you gotta go sharply up as well. Wow. So yeah, there's seven tones to it, 
But once you incorporate into the words, you like when I was younger, how I was taught was I incorporate those tones into the words. It, it quickly became a um, so it quickly became a what's that thing called like when you just remember instantly. I forgot. Like a light bulb moment. Light bulb moment, yeah. So it became a light bulb moment for me, like because once you became like very very fluent with that, it becomes a light bulb moment. But you ju it just comes naturally. It comes it, naturally as well. Know. Yeah, that's true. So for instance, I know with Chinese, the reason why they have tones is because they can have one word that technically sounds the same, and you can only differentiate mm. it because of tones. Is that the same in Vietnamese? Uh, Vietnamese, um, most of the words are ver different by tone. Unless you incorporate with multiple words, then it makes the context of a word of the word differently mm. yeah and f i know there's quite a few asian languages that have formality inbuilt into the language is vietnamese uh, a language that has a formal variant that you use for like um your elders or bosses or people above you and then an informal version yes definitely there's it's the same as chinese as well so in vietnamese there's a way that greeting your let's say having a conversation with your boss or your friend is completely different to how you use the pronouns and stuff like yeah. how to like call their name and stuff to the elders like your parents as well so yeah. it's completely different whereas compared to english i think it's more a generalized term like mm. you me kind of thing so yeah that's that's pretty much the same for everything else but it's a bit different in vietnamese so for instance if you went up to someone who is clearly like 20 years older than you and you accidentally use like the informal version would that be considered really rude that's considered rude for sure yeah yeah, yeah that's really interesting and I guess the only other thing I wanted to ask linguistically is, do you guys have all the same like tenses or any new tenses that we have in English? Like for instance, I know Chinese doesn't have as many tenses as English. Like in English, we mainly have the future. I will be going to the shops tomorrow. Oh yeah, in the future, I'm going on vacation. And we have the, our past tenses. We've got our perfect past is like, oh yes, this morning I went and ordered a hot chocolate or, oh yeah, when I was little, I liked swimming. Do you have all those tenses or do you have some other tenses that aren't in English? So the tenses in we use is incorporate with one additional word. It's not like is, was. It's like a word combined with the verb ah. that makes the tenses. Okay, yeah. But but the verb itself doesn't change. So basically so the word... So you like word, add on a suffix type thing. Yes, not, it's kind of a suffix, but it's a separate word. Oh, so it's like a compound tense. Yeah, so compound tense. So for instance, in like French, if I want to say I had, I'd have to say je ou. It's I have to say two words. Yeah, to two mean words exactly. Had. So it's, it's two a words. Tense. It's a compound tense. That's right. Ah, that's very interesting. And is, is that the same for all your type tenses? Like that's if it's a future same. tense. That's the same. If you're trying to say something in a specific context, then you should. But like a lot of times I don't use it. <laughs> but, uh, like they still understand it. Yeah, yeah. And I guess moving a bit on to Vietnamese culture, mm -hmm. if someone was like, I really want to watch a Vietnamese movie or a Vietnamese TV show and you wanted something, and they're like, I don't want to watch something old. I want to watch something new and cool and hip. What would you recommend? Like, what are the Vietnamese youth watching in Vietnam? Uh, it varies. So in Vietnam, it varies for Vietnamese people themselves. It varies between if they are a fan of that person or not. Mm. So you're, what you're asking is something that's hippie and uh, modern. Zara. Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess it's more like what, you know how we have trending shows like, mm. oh, everybody lasts um like last season watched the last of us mm. that was very trendy mm. like what's very trendy in vietnam to watch the trend in vietnam depends on the actors if they're trendy or not 
at oh, the same so it, time. So it's more like old Hollywood where you don't go to see old the Hollywood, movie. Yep. You go to see Harrison Ford. Harris, you yep. don't go see, um, what's it called? I don't know, The Notebook. You go see Ryan Gosling. It's it's orientated around the actors, yep. not the actual not, not movie. Not the actual movie, yeah. Ah, that's interesting. Well, then, what's your favorite piece of Vietnamese media? Like, well, my, what's your favorite show or movie? My favorite show... Um, I don't know what it's. I don't know how to translate. You don't it have in to Vietnamese. say it in English. You yeah. can say it in Vietnamese. Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. Uh, my favorite show. It's not like something hippie, but I like something like more cultural stuff. Yeah. The show. It's called. Um, it's a um, crime investigation kind of show in Vietnamese. Oh, like a detective show. Yeah, like detective a police program. Show, yeah. yeah, police program. What's it called? What's it give me, give, give, give me, give me a moment. That's okay. It's been quite a while. It's called Người Phan Sư. That's okay. that's that's the show that, that I watched when I was like much younger. It was like a very cool Vietnamese <laughs> detective show. Yeah. So um, in that movie, it shows like all the. It does show a lot of like cultural side, like the rural side of Vietnam and how like criminals operate in those regions instead of um, cities. Yeah. And yet. Uh, police had to go like far into there and like try to investigate what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds really cool. That sounds really fascinating. And I guess to kind of finish on the last question of how do you find the Vietnamese culture in Melbourne? Like obviously you've got such a large Vietnamese, mu- like uh, what's it called? We have community. a large Vietnamese community. That's the word I was looking for. Um, are there a lot of cultural events? Like if someone's like, I want to go, aside from a Vietnamese mm-hmm. restaurant, I want to go to an, a Vietnamese event. What would you recommend them to go and do? So um, I know that if, have you ever heard of Tet before? No. Tet, so it's a, it's a Vietnamese uh, Lunar New Year. It's very similar to the Chinese. Mm. It's actually like kind of similar to the Chinese New, uh, Lunar New Year. Yeah. So um, it's held roughly in February of every year. Like that's when the Lunar New Year happens for uh, Vietnamese. Um, yeah. So there's a very big event, which is a Tet Festival in Sunshine. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, so at there, they have like a lot of traditional um, dragon dance, fireworks at like... And obviously le- a lot of food. Yeah, food, <laughs> yeah, food as well. And a lot of, um, what's it called? Arcade game stalls and the yeah. balloon uh, floating house kind of thing there. Yeah, so it's like like a, like a carnival combined carnival. with like, like a carnival, food, music, culture, everything. Everything, Everything fireworks. in one. Yeah, everything in one within that proximity of Sunshine um, Central. Awesome. Well, that sounds fascinating. Well, thank you so much, Danny, for coming on and letting me understand a bit more about Vietnamese because I must admit, I haven't known too much except the food's great. And I'm glad that my knowledge has expanded further than that. Yes. Thank you so much for having me here, I'm Georgie. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. To everyone listening at home, thank you so much for tuning in. We should hopefully have some music coming up. So stay tuned for that. Thanks so much.